There weren't any studios. You did the shows inside of the workspace. I realized at the beginning there was nothing that we wouldn't do or play. There was no script. There was no direction. There was nothing like this in the world. The very first time I walked into the building, it hit me like I need to be here. I was this kid who was this huge fan. Now I'm here. Now I'm a part of it. Just talking about it right now gives me goosebumps. It was live TV, and as soon as that shot was over, it was halfway to Mars. You could never be so far removed from the audience because they were right there looking at you. Everyone, welcome to Hugh at Home. Well, this one is special. It's dedicated to music. I'm sure some of you remember Much Music. That was Channel 29, and we could hardly wait to get home to see who the top 10 or the first video would be. And there is always a great group of VJs that always made us laugh and asked incredible questions to the top stars that were in their studio. Well, it's about a documentary that is also coming out, 299. Queen Street West, and it is all about the Much Music experience. And now I have the extreme pleasure of having Rick the Temp. He came on to Much Music in 1994 after winning the contest for VJ. It is the one and the only Rick Campanelli. And of course, in today's busy and fast-paced world, we catch up with Rick in the car. Okay, I have to be honest. This interview is a little bit, well, for me, being a little starstruck. But、oh. I am so happy to officially meet you, Rick. Tracy, <laughs> so nice to meet you too. Thanks for、oh, having me on. How are you? I am fantastic, and boy, oh boy,、um, your face, your personality, your voice brings me back to the '80s、oh. and '90s. Of watching music videos, of seeing、oh. so many, you know, stars, but not only stars, but seeing you, you and the crew of Much Music. <laughs>、uh, the good know, old days, Tracy. The, the good, good old, old days. days. Much.、Yeah. Uh, you know, and it we was, all miss it.、Uh, I, we can talk about it. Yes, unscripted. You know, no experience, no direction,、yeah. but it turned out to be something that was so epic. And I truly believe changed the way that how we watched music and TV, but also how we did TV. Because of course, I have a little、yeah. bit of a TV background, and I just、yeah. want to say this: that I told all my cameramen from after <laughs> seeing much music cameramen work, I said, "Okay, that's how I want our show、Hi. to look like." <laughs> and kudos, kudos to all of my cameramen.、Enough. Yes. No. It was very novel at the time, you know, what we were doing. You know, this street front, you know,、um, environment is what we called it with the <laughs> studio. <laughs> But it was, it was the fans, the people, the viewers, the music lovers came down, and they were part of the show. Especially when we had the、uh, artists come and visit us、oh. or perform in our、yeah. environment. Like the fans, the viewers of music were there,、okay. and I think that was the coolest thing about. How we made television—it wasn't just the camera person and us and the music videos. 
Well, the viewers, the fans of Much Music, got to be involved as well. Oh. Their participation was necessary in the magic that was made. And you're right, it'll it'll go down in history for changing the way I think TV was made. Uh, and this was a long, long time ago, but. <laughs> I, think we, I think we did it right back then. I, I really know we did it right because we were making a lot of people happy, which was the main thing. Oh, well, I know. And if you kind of look at it, uh, look at it, Rick, and how your career was propelled, even how you auditioned and got on to be a yeah. DJ there. But you're right. Yeah. It was if you did not have an audience to feed back, to play, you know, to play around with, I don't think that you would have been oh. the same Rick that you are today. Right? Oh, Tricky, I agree. Thank you for saying that. Like, the, the, the crowd, like the in-studio or in-environment crowd brought the energy out of me, brought the energy out of the artists that were, we were welcoming on a daily basis. We had live crowds for all of our major shows, as you know. Yes. You know, Much On Demand, I and I, Live at Much, Electric Circus. Like, it was the, it was the fans of music that really made it. We were just... We were just there as one of them. I was one of them. I'm still a fan. I was a fan before arriving at Much Music. I, I'm a fan of music still to this day. And I think that's that was the success. Uh, having all those people into doing what we were doing. It was um, it was really like a, a, a family affair. Oh, when, I know. When we, when we <laughs> went on. Because the crew... Our friends, our, our, our the viewers uh, would be part of it, and, and we loved every minute of that. And we wanted more and more people to come down <laughs> each and every day, and they did. When the big bands and when the big artists came, whoa, whoa, hundreds and thousands of, of, of fans came, which was, which was amazing. So I want to ask you now if you can reflect back on those experiences and what it is like today. I was really, and... I guess it really touched me when yeah. I saw a clip of the the film that's the doc that's about to come out. Yes. Nobody had cell phones. There was no internet. Yeah. There was no. no social media. Nobody yeah. knew anything. <laughs> and you had a hundred and ten percent attention yeah. of hundreds of those fans. Nobody yeah. was on their yeah, we'll phone. Never know. Nobody was like trash talking you or it, it like and I was thinking, wow, that was that that was so beautiful, right? So I do beautiful. I do remember there being an anti Rick the Temp page. <laughs> <laughs> there were some people out there that didn't like what I was doing, but what are you gonna do? There's always gonna be those people. Yes. But you're right, no cell phones, no distractions when it came to the music and the artists and the music videos. Yeah. Well we were one hundred percent focused as well the viewers were. Um, I, I liked it. It was a simpler time. I think so you talk to anybody about it, and we prefer those days <laughs> um, because we, we're just so overwhelmed, and there's so much going on. Every every which direction you can think of, things are getting thrown at us these days, and it's too much. Um, I, I, I did like the simpler time when I went home from school and put on Channel 29. You know, <laughs> you know the channel, the, yeah, yeah. That was the staple. You know that that much music was the staple for all young Canadians who, um, you know, you didn't have to be that serious about music. It was it was pop culture as well, mm -hmm. what we were doing back then. Um, but yeah, it was a different time. That's why I used the word magical. It mm -hmm. really was a magical time because we'll never 
no one will ever experience a time like that because there's just so much going on these days with yeah. with devices and technology and and back then in the mid 90s you know i was there luckily i arrived 10 years after much music had started it started in 84 i got there in 94 but it was just it was it was a tv wonderland it was heaven for me it was it was music <laughs> 24/7 and no distractions. You know, Man. music was the name of the game and there wasn't anything else that you had to mess with. Uh, and that's what what I loved about it so much. Like I'm a music junkie, like I I was, <laughs> I still am. And 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 we didn't have to worry about any other distractions. It was all about music, music video, the artist and um it sort of changed as you know over the years. Right. You know, becoming more corporate you know more reality television shows wasn't mm-hmm. as much about the music now we're getting into other other interests that people have and um which sadly i think you know would would be the demise of much music if if it's much music you want music and when it's less about the music and starting to be more about other things well it's you're going to start seeing a demise in the success and what what had made it so popular for many years. Well, I know. So, here's the thing, uh just talking to some local artists, musicians, and yeah. they're also talented, but they say now they don't want to invest a whole bunch of money in videos because they say people don't watch videos a- anymore. Their attention span is 30 seconds. So, we do things yeah. simple. And and then that. I'm thinking about this whole thing with having the conversation with you and that was the whole thing videos yeah. and the imagination yeah. and the creativity and then you would come um, on and like you'd talk to the artists and you know find out their whole kind of vision behind it and yeah. it made their music so much more right It did well it gave it gave pictures to the music it gave visuals to the the mm-hmm. audio and these weren't just music videos back in the day these were like mini Movies. epic films that yeah. that these directors were creating spending millions and millions of dollars back in the heyday of music video mm-hmm. um yeah you're not going to see that anymore because no one wants like you said no one wants to invest that much money in something that people aren't aren't going to care about um you know Moral. we're on to the next we're on to the next we're mm-hmm. on to the next like 30 seconds into something mm-hmm. but that's why it, it, it will never it, was a special time and we'll never see a time like that ever again in music. Um even the whole music industry has changed as you know. Oh, it's yeah. like you know, you know, in one way it's good because these devices that I'm holding right now doing this interview <laughs> with yeah. it allows talented people to get their stuff out there. Exactly. And there's millions and millions of talented artists around the world and we're introduced to new ones every day. every hour of every day <laughs> back then at much well it was a music video that needed to be submitted it needed to get passed by a, a, a jury of of music experts on, on the panel to get played on much music it was a special it was a special accomplishment to have a music video played on much music and it was a it wasn't just an over the night thing it was a lot of preparation a lot of work went into music videos and creations and developments and ideas and um well we'll never see anything like that again. Okay, so I have to say it. Taylor Swift coming to your hometown. <laughs> 22 million and plus. <laughs> no, well, right? no, wanted to get tickets. I, like how do you Yeah, well, 
Yeah. Like, did you ever think, you know, back in 94 when you were like, you know, introducing the next video that yeah. music would yeah. be like this? And is it music or is it a business now? Oh, it's big, a big time business, that's for sure. And, and I'm happy for Taylor. Like, Taylor's doing her thing. She's a very talented young artist. Uh, I remember the first time interviewing Taylor. I wasn't even at much music anymore. I, I was at ET Canada at this point when Taylor started, when Drake had started, when The Weeknd, when, when Beaver, were, when they were all getting big. I was, I had left much music. So, yeah, you've got these very talented artists who are still selling millions of albums, you know, touring the world, which is great to see. But they're making a lot of money, and it is a business. They're, they're, of course, it's a business. Like. <laughs> but, I'm, you know, I, I'm not them, and I can't speak for them, but no. genuinely, I, I, I do think they love what they do. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you hope you know, so. They love what, they love what they do, um, and, and they're making a lot of people happy around the world, putting smiles on faces. Um, but, yeah, it, that business side of it always creeps in to, to music, that's for sure. Okay, so I call you Mr. Entertainment, our, our version of Ryan Seacrest. You've done so much beyond much music. I oh, guess, Tracy, no, and well, and I think obviously much music was the springboard, right, for you, and created your, your persona, yeah. your confidence, because that's yeah. huge. But the world of entertainment now, Rick. Yes. Uh, your uh, your thoughts and comments. Um. Well, <laughs> definitely, Tracy. My family's been on the pulse of what's going on <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I, I'm getting older in life, and, and my priorities are, are, are shifting. And I've got a, a young family now. I got three boys. Wow. And um, when I when I fell into my job, it, literally, I fell into it because I won this contest back in the mid '90s, and it was an honor to be a much music DJ for 11 years, or in that building for 11 years. And then when that came to an end, you know, Entertainment Tonight Canada was there, and that was another amazing. It, job that I held for 12 seasons it was all great and I was living it I was it was <laughs> fantastic um you know what entertainment you know actors will always be doing their thing musicians artists it's always going to be there we're always going to be excited about what they're doing um that that's not going anywhere you know but 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 I I do find that there are more and more these days which which is great to see because of YouTube and because of Instagram and because of all the social media outlets out there, we're getting this whole more home. You know, we were only introduced to these like a movie by their their album by a music video, but now there's so many different ways to be introduced to so many talented people out there mm -hmm. in the entertainment world. I, I wish, you know, and I I'm a freelancer these days too, right? So. Um, I, I do what I can in the world of entertainment, but uh, you know, my thumb, like I said earlier, is it? It's not like I'm sure yours is more than mine is, <laughs> but uh, but I still do love. I'm a fan. First yeah. and foremost, I'm a fan of film. I'm a fan of TV. I'm a fan of music, and and, and I'll always be a fan of these these things. Oh, it's so awesome! And I guess now too, with this documentary coming out and. Having some of your colleagues on there too, as well. I guess yeah. it brings back memories. It's, it really does, Tracy. This this is a brilliant documentary, by the way. I I had the opportunity to, to screen its world premiere down in 
Texas in Austin for South by Southwest wow. with Sean Menard, the director, and his crew. And uh, what a what a what a film this is! Um, it takes you right back to the beginning of the creation of much music. Things that I didn't even know about this. <laughs> yeah. This that we all grew up on in Canada, but you learn so much. I, I laughed, I cried, um, I, I relived so many magical moments that I actually lived back in the day. Uh, I was there, but I got to relive these these beautiful moments. And I forgot about a lot of stuff, but with this film, with this doc, it just brings it all back. You know, Sean, the director, um, digitized thousands of hours of footage that Bell had given the rights, well, not the rights to, but they would allow him to use the footage. And uh, um, he's probably the hardest-working film documentary out there. He, he put in a lot of work, and it shows uh, with this this uh, film that he put together, 299 Street West. And I'm just so looking forward to getting out there and, <laughs> and visiting all the cities across Canada and and reliving the magical moments with all the people that grew up watching much music. It's gonna be we're gonna be special evenings across Canada, and and I'm really looking forward to coming out to Winnipeg where you are because I haven't been to Winnipeg in so long, and I used to come out to Winnipeg quite a bit. Um, I know back in the much music days. Yeah, it's been a while, so I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, getting back to Winnipeg. Well, we are looking forward to it too. It's November 27th. It'll be cold. Probably will have snow. But you know what? It's Winnipeg. We'll still welcome you with open it, arms and wonderful warm and Tracy, hearts. Yes. As I understand, it's it's our um, last show on this on the tour, right? So yes. Rap rap party in Winnipeg, I guess. I I think so. Let's bring back the <laughs> '80s and '90s. I'm all in for it. Um, well, can't it's, wait. Uh, it's been such an honor and a pleasure to to meet you and to talk to you, Rick. I, there's so much more that I want to talk about. But you're in a car and you're kind of cutting in and out, so yeah. Have a great golfing. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's it's all what the way we live now. But you know, yeah, I'm so glad true. that we could do this, and uh, yeah, can hardly wait to see you in Winnipeg, Rick. I'm looking forward to it, Tracy. I'm looking forward to seeing all uh, the the people from Winnipeg that come out to the film. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a special night, and uh, thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Oh. I had a fun time with you. Awesome. Take care. Okay, bye Tracy. Thanks again.
Once again, a very special thank you to Rick for taking the time out to talk to us on Hugh at Home. But for you out there, coming to Winnipeg, the documentary 299 Queen Street West will be coming to the Centennial Concert Hall on November 27th. For tickets, you can go to the website, and that's at the bottom of your screen, 299queenstreetwest.com. And that is a wrap for us. Make today the best day ever, and we'll see you next time on Hewitt Home. I'm Sarah Burke, and I host the Women in Media podcast, where I'm exploring the challenges women face in the media spotlight and celebrating our triumphs. My guests come from radio, TV, news, and sports, and we'll cover topics like leadership, diversity, stereotypes, and more. Most of all, I'm looking to build a community through a space where we can discuss anything. The Women in Media podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at womeninmedia.ca. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.